Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. So. So you're doing it Friday? <laughs> I am. Wow. I am. How are you? How are you feeling about it? Um, I feel I feel pretty good. I feel like I feel like um, I'm ready enough. I mean, I don't know how prepared you could ever be for something like this, but I feel that um, it's about time. You know, I've I've spent quite a while thinking about it, so I guess I'm ready. Right, right. Um, so your dad. I mean, just yes. re- just what you what you posted on the um, on the board. It's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a challenge, right? I mean, it's a challenging relationship. Yeah, it's it's really hard to get anything out of them at all. Um, yeah, he he's. Uh, I mean, he he puts on a, a a friendly face, you know, and and he doesn't seem to acknowledge really anything that's happened with me, and it's it's tough to deal with. Right, and uh, when you say he doesn't acknowledge things that have happened with you, uh, did that means in particular things about your childhood? Right, yeah. And uh, what is it specifically that he is not, like what is it that, I guess what would be the, what would be the best thing for him to acknowledge for you? Well, to me, he's never shown any sort of responsibility or or express that he was sorry for um, the many events that uh, we've been through and that I've been put through. So, um, I mean, if he, if through this conversation he ended up, you know, giving me just an ounce of, of acknowledgement of, of responsibility for, on his part, you know, I would, would see some hope in the relationship. But um, I also... I mean, I don't know that I expect that from him either. Well, you you do know that you expect it, or rather, you have a feeling, right? Because, I mean, uh, you've known him for, I don't know how old you are, but you've known him for decades, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm 25. You're 25, okay. So, a yeah. quarter century. Now, we could discount the first three minutes, right? But we can discount the first little while. So you, you, you have patterns, right? I mean, you're an intelligent fellow. You're a very clear communicator, and it was a very well-written post. So you're obviously, you know, as bright as uh, 12 shiny pennies, right? And so you, you have a pattern recognition here, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that there's a not acknowledgement. Now, when, when you bring this stuff up with him in the past, what, what happens? What, what, what goes on? What, what is his response? Um... He tends to give a response that doesn't answer the question or doesn't it I don't know it, it seems like he doesn't understand what I'm what I'm asking. Um like you know in the post like I said I there was a time recently where I asked him um just to tell me how his childhood was because he had never really expressed anything about it to me and and anything I know about it I found out through other people and 
you know, and then the first thing he tells me is, is where he went to junior high and, and then starts talking about where he went to school and where he lived, but, but didn't really get the picture that I was, you know, wanting to hear about his experience, uh, as a child with his parents and his brothers and stuff. Right. And, uh, have you asked him this a number of times or has it been uh, one time and that was like, you got the sense that you couldn't ask further or how's that gone? Um, I've asked him other questions that have really just, it, it, it makes it feel like it's pointless in asking, you know, it's, it's, it's really tough to, to get anything out of him. Like once I start, if, if I'm persistent in asking, it seems like he, he will just try to push away, you know, um, the, like I, ha for example, I have a half brother who he had through my stepmom, who is about um, 18 years younger than me. And um, there was a recent debacle where I wasn't able to see him and our family through, through the divorce, and I didn't see him for a while, and, and we had a really good relationship. You know, he was really fond of me, and, and I had um, a good time um, spending time with him. And... and um, you know, I just sort of asked my dad why why he wasn't able to, or why he never brought him around me. And I mean, he intentionally would avoid having us um, spend time together. Like when if we would um, were going to some sort of family event, he would make sure if I was going that he wouldn't bring um, my half brother. And when I when I try to ask him about this, he gets really defensive, you know, and says, you know, I'm I'm dealing with a divorce and. You know, I'm, I'm losing a lot of money on this, and it's not over yet, and he just really doesn't want to talk about those sort of th things, it seems. Okay, and now, um, so when you express, when you're asking questions, right, about what's going on in your family, and, and I think, I mean, kudos to you, man, I mean, seriously, that is, I mean, that takes some plums, I'm telling you, because most people will just sort of go through life and not ask these kinds of questions, right? I mean, uh, not to make it about me, but I mean, I, I remember when I was, I think, I think it was about your age. Oh, so many moons ago. But I think I was about your age. And uh, uh, my sister-in-law asked me, you know, well, when your mother did this, why were you, you and your brother separated for two years? Why did he go to England and you stay in Canada? Um, and it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, but it was such an obvious question, and it made no sense to me. And it also made no sense to me that it made no sense to me, if that makes any sense, right? Because there's yeah. just things which are, you know, it's just the way it is, right? But that's never the truth with families. It's never just the way it is, right? I mean, yeah. if you're all thrown out of a plane, yes, falling down is just the way it is, but everything else is not. And so I think it's really great, although I know, I know it's really difficult, to ask these questions, right? Because family's like a big wheel. You know, it just keeps turning and turning until somebody says, what the hell is going on here, right? And I don't mean, or, you know, curiously, just what is going on here. So I think it's really um, hugely important for, for you, for your future family, uh, your family, um, I mean, to come. And right. uh, I know it's really tough to, to try and get these 
these questions <clears throat> answered, right? Because it seems like there's this big conspiracy of silence, right? You know, all these 9-11 guys and the truthers, I hope you're not one, but they're all like, oh, the government's hiding stuff. It's like, man, the government has got nothing on families when it comes to keeping things in a vault, right? Roswell is like Kmart compared to the family vaults of things that people don't talk about. So, uh, you know, as far as your own personal archaeology goes, I think it's hugely important what you're doing. And uh, I also know that it's it's a very hard thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, a lot of the courage that I've gotten recently, you know, has come from FDR. So uh, I thank you for that. Um, I felt like, um, you know, I was I was a very curious child, and I would always ask questions, and I was often, you know, uh, shunned for asking too many questions. You know, why do you ask so many questions? You know, and then I would have to have to be quiet and and just. Um, but but recently I've I've uh, you know started asking more questions. Now that I'm on my own, it's you know I'm just it's bothered me so much. Just just like sitting in the dark about my childhood and and uh, you know it's just it's been dismissed by my dad and um, it's been frustrating. So I'm trying to uh, gain some closure with it. Right. Okay. And why why is your dad avoiding? Or sorry, let me let me not, let's not even take that as an assumption, um, because some people and I don't quite understand these things, um, which is people say, oh, I, I don't remember anything that happened before I was twelve, or something like that. Like I, I always mm -hmm. find that kind of bewildering. I mean, I remember so much about my childhood, uh, you know, good and bad and indifferent and so on. I can't imagine popping out like some Greek. God from the forehead of your 12-year-old self with nothing behind. It would just be bizarre. But um, but maybe it's the case, right? Do you think that he genuinely doesn't remember? Or do you think he's avoiding? And of course, the, 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 tell, the tell is irritation, right? Yeah, I, I've thought about this, and I, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't seem to have many memories from his childhood. At least he hasn't expressed many. Um... Even when hanging around his his brother, you know, his brother would kind of, you know, just sort of question him when he wouldn't remember certain things about their childhood or just certain childhood um, events, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. I what what I really don't understand is how, um, you know, his son me um, went through all these. Um, traumatic events, you know, and then these major things that were really major in my life, and if I bring him up to him, he just doesn't know. He, he doesn't seem to know. He, like, he, like it, seemed, it seems to me when I ask him, it's actually an honest effort, you know, from him. He's like, oh, I don't know. He, but Wait, sorry, it's not like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. That well, doesn't no, sound like an honest no. effort to me, right? <laughs> right, yeah, sorry, that was bad, but... <laughs> Go away, kid, you bother me. <laughs> You mean like yeah. he sits down and and he he tries to remember like his brow furrows and and uh, but he just he says he can't. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he. Well, that sounds pretty uncertain. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um. 
Well, um, like, you know, I brought up in the post about um, a time that I was kicked out of daycare. And recently, I, when we were driving in the car, um, I turned to him and asked him about that. And he just, I mean, he, in, in, in one sentence, he really said that he couldn't remember. I don't know his exact words. But then I would keep prodding. I'd be like, well, do you remember any of the daycares I went to or do you, you know, anything like that? And he would, he would kind of vaguely remember one, you know, and it was just, it's always unsatisfying um, that he, how little he remembers from, from my childhood. Well, and again, not to, not to invoke paranoia, but I don't know that we've established that he doesn't remember. Right. He makes it appear that he doesn't. He's, he, you know, he would say that he doesn't. So, right, and of I course, <laughs> uh, you know, without uh, with, without some sort of psychic helmet or cat scan of the gods, we don't know, right? But, um, yeah. But but also we do, right? I mean, because because there's a gut sense, right? We, when you've known someone for twenty five years, right? There's there's almost nothing that they can keep hidden from you, fundamentally, right? Because if you don't, yeah. know, then then you can't know anyone, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you you could get married to someone, and twenty five years later, turn around and say, "Well, who the hell are you? <laughs> I don't know you at all." Right? I mean that that would be kind of weird, right? Right. Yeah. It 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 definitely benefits him, you know, because for him to, I I don't know. I I suppose that he knows where I'm trying to go with this. I'm like when I'm asking him these questions, I'm trying to lead um into the conversation about um my discomfort and my and how you know, angry I am about my childhood and and maybe it's his it's just his defense to avoid going there. I don't know. Well, you do, but, but we don't know okay. sure yet, right? I mean, because, again, right, yeah. you, you know, right? Um, I mean, I'll give you some some ways that I, I mean, none of this crap is guaranteed and none of it is objective and, you know, maybe none of it makes any sense. But I'll just toss out some things. When I was, you know, hunting down the family beast of dark secrets, uh, the things that I found helpful as um, signposts along the way, and you, you can tell me if they make any sense or not, or if they're useful, or I'm just full of, full of a load of TCPIP internet nonsense. Um, but the one thing that I found uh, very helpful was, I, this, and this, this sounds so ridiculous, it really does, when it comes to talking about family. But have you ever, I mean, you've been in a car, uh, have, you, have you ever stopped and asked someone for directions, and that person doesn't know, but really wants to help? Oh, yes, I've done that myself, both okay, sides of so, it. Yes. So let's say I pull up in my dented Yelly Volvo, and I, I come up to you and I say, I want to get to X, and you don't know, but you're the kind of person who really likes to help. Uh, you know, I mean, what, what are the kinds of things that, that you would do? Um, I might suggest, uh, the nearest gas station to ask for directions or if, if I had any information at all, I would give it to him. Any direction. If I, if I knew half of the direction or which direction to go, I, I, I would give it to him. 
Right. You'd say, you know, show me your map and you'd like I'm, I'm this kind of guy, too. And, and maybe it's happy or maybe it's really good. I think it's good. Right. But but I like, you know, uh, uh, I can phone someone who might know I've got a cell phone here. Uh, you know, uh, let me pop open. Let uh, pop open your map and let's see if we can't figure out where you are. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, here's the directions to the gas station or say, you know, I've even done it where I like, hang on, let me. Uh, I'm not from around here. If someone's, you know, obviously kind of confused and, and not in a good mood because they'd be driving. Oh, you know, uh, you hang here. I'll just ask this person or I'll knock on this person's door. And you, you can really help someone out. And what does it take? Like five minutes, right? But it's a big difference in their day. And, you know, it's a it's a, a positive thing for humanity in general and blah, blah, blah. Right. And yeah. so I'm sure you've been in those situations where, you know, you really want to help someone. And then what happens is you begin to take it personally if you can't. Right? Like suddenly you feel like a bad person for not helping them, right? So um, that, that can happen as well. Uh, I mean, I remember I wanted to get a massage um, when I was uh, away for a weekend. And the woman was booked. And she literally sat there for 20 minutes trying to get me a point, an appointment with someone else. I didn't even want a massage that bad. I finally had to tell her to stop because, you know, she was helping me too much. But yeah. And then the reason that I'm, do you know why I'm bringing this up? Does this make it, or should I, should I just tell you? <laughs> oh, well, no, it, it makes sense to me that um, obviously my dad is not desperately wanting to try. You know, he, he'll he just say, you know, he doesn't remember and then not speak a word about it after that and talk about the weather or whatever. So Yeah, see, that's not a good sign. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, that's not a good sign. Yeah, I know. I, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Right? I mean... I know that I started it off kind of, you know, I want to make sure that it's not too grueling a conversation for you, right? But, but it's not a good sign. Because if you said, well, I want to know X about my childhood, and it was important to you, and obviously it's much more important to learn this stuff about your history than it is to get good directions from some, for some place you're going, right? I mean, this is your yeah. life. This is your history. This is your formative years. This is your crucible, Right. Yeah. So this is much more important than if you lost your wallet. It's much more important than if you crashed your car. I mean, assuming you were healthy. I mean, physically okay. Right? This is really important stuff. And he could, again, it's hard for us to think outside of the families that we live in and what, what is just taken for granted as how people act. But he could say, well, I don't remember but so-and-so might, let's call him or her, right? Yeah. Or he could say, I don't remember, but tell me what you remember, and maybe that will help jog my memory, right? Right. Or right. he could say, I don't remember, but you know what? When we get home, let's dig up some family photos from that time period, and maybe that will help. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yes. Yes, I do. That's someone who genuinely doesn't want to remember, but wants to be helpful. I, th I think one way that I might get myself in trouble with this is, you know, I see him not doing this, and then I, I question, I... I start to wonder if maybe it's just a lack of intelligence or if he just, you know, for some reason, you know, he just doesn't have the, the capacity of empathy that, that most people do and just, it just doesn't occur to him that, that it's that important to me. 
Well, no, you're telling him it's important. <laughs> I mean, you're not asking him to read your mind, right? You're not, right. you're not talking to me saying, well, I haven't talked about it with him, but I've really thought about it, and he hasn't picked up on that, right? Yeah. Tell me what's yeah. uh, I, I'm, I don't mean to get in your head, but but tell me what you're feeling. I thought I, I sort of sensed your mood change there. I don't know what that means. It's just the phone, right? But but what happened there? <laughs> well, I'm just. It's just true that it's that I've made it very apparent that it's important to me, and he <laughs> he hasn't tried at all to to. Uh, oblige me or even acknowledge anything about it well it's it's, it's different and I'm, I'm going to be an, as annoying as usual and precise yeah. right it's not that he's done nothing right he's he's actively avoiding it right 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 and and to to put that in context i don't know you from the man in the moon right we've never met i feel like from for the audience we've never met right but i'm going to saw you in half yes. right but um, I don't know you from the man in the moon. It was clear to me how important this was for you from your post. I don't know you. I spent two and a half minutes reading your post. Right? And I thought, dear God, this thing is so important to this man who is courageous and, and exploring his family and trying to get answers. Right? I, I, don't, I haven't known you for 25 years, right? And I get that it's important to you. Yeah. So he gets like you 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 can't give him the no empathy card. I mean you can, but but if you give him the genuine no empathy card, that's really disastrous, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I know that's not good. <laughs> oh, that's that's there's nothing that. worse, right? <laughs> no, seriously, there's nothing worse than my dad genuinely has no part of his brain which recognizes the needs and preferences of other people or fundamentally the emotional existence of other people right uh what what do you mean here where i'm um... i'm sorry you said that's bad right i'm just again to be precise that's the worst thing because then there's no possibility of a relationship if he has no capacity to, to recognize in any real way your emotional preferences or fundamental existence, right? Then there's no relationship, and there never can be, and right, there never was. I'm not saying that's the case, right? But if you say, well, he genuinely might not be able to process this, that's, there's nothing worse than that, right? You think that's worse than him having the capacity, but then choosing not to to uh, expose it to me? Yeah, I, I do. And again, look, it's just nonsense, right? Because just my opinions, right? I, I'm, I'll make the case for it, and may, I could be completely wrong, right? But but I'll make the case for it, right? Okay. Because if he genuinely, we'll call it, is emotionally retarded, right? Yeah. Lacks the capacity to process, right? 
mm-hmm. then there's nothing to break through and you don't get to be angry. Again, don't get to be angry. Of course, you'd have to deal with that, right? But but if he genuinely doesn't have the capacity, then it's, uh, you know, like yelling at somebody with an IQ of 60 for not knowing physics, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this, and I'm really curious um, <laughs> which, which one it is. Well, you know which one it is. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's, it's that he chose not to. Well, <laughs> if you're assuming it, and if you're trying to guess what I'm thinking, that, that means nothing, right? Because he's not my dad, right? I don't know him <laughs> at all, right? Well, let me let me ask you, because this is the second part, right? The first part is, I help strangers find a hotel for 10 minutes, right? So why can't people in my family spend 10 minutes genuinely trying to give me some answers? Am I not more important than some random stranger in a car, right? So that was, that was the first thing we talked about. Now, the second thing that I talked to, that I, I got was... Uh, I, I, I try to read my own emotions during the interactions with my family during these conversations, right? Yeah. And of course, it is my genuine hope and desire that yours goes differently than mine, right? But, but we'll pre- prepare for every contingency, right? And when I felt frustration, right? Because frustration is the key emotion, right? When trying to figure out whether somebody is incapable or manipulating well I can tell you there's been a lot of frustration trying to get him to talk with me about it and that's hard for you right because I don't I, I get a feeling that that I mean you're a very nice fellow right yes I mean, you seem to me to be a very, very nice person, and I bet you gotta think the best of people kind of habit, and you know, give people uh, uh, another chance, and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yep, that's accurate. You know, conciliatory to a fault, perhaps, right? Benefit of the yep. doubt to the point where you have no pants, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be right back with my jeans, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think to the point where it's been um, unhealthy for me, really. But I I agree, and and uh, again, not knowing you uh, at all, I'm just you know totally flying blind here, right? But and the reason that I do this is not to impress anyone with my astuteness or anything, but just to point out that we can know a lot about people very quickly, right? And so if your family claims not to know stuff about you, it's really hard to believe them, right? Yeah. So, um, so the frustration thing is hard for you, right? To express, like you, you do say to your dad, "Oh my lord, I'm feeling such a, a, a wave of frustration. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it like. I don't know whatever, right? However, you would express that, right? No, I, not not through language. I mean. 
there was a time, you know, there's times where I, I've talked to him and, and got pretty emotional on the phone and he as well, you know, he would get angry and, and I would in return get angry and, you know, tears would start to well up in my eyes because I was withholding my anger, you know, because he was just frustrating me so much with, with what he was saying. Okay, so frustration to tears, and I, I look, I totally, totally understand that, at least from, from where I'm coming from, which is not a, an important thing to understand about from where you're coming from. But, but tell me about that transition, right? You go from the frustration to the tears. It's, it's a helpless feeling. Go on. Um, it's, a, it's a feeling that was very, very common in my childhood. Um, there were just so many times where, you know, I'd get in trouble for, for breaking some arbitrary rule or some argument with my stepsister. And, you know, my dad would come into my room and, and try to talk to me about, you know, not, you know, whatever, just breaking the rule, and, and I would try to, um, I, you know, I might try to express how he's being illogical, and, and the rules don't make sense, and, you know, my sister is able to do this, and I'm not, or something like that, and, you know, he'll just say, don't backtalk, and he won't, he doesn't want to reason it out, he just wants me to listen, you know, and and that happened so many times where I just felt so helpless, like there was nothing I could say that would would make him understand or that could change the situation it would only make it worse right right and in in my family it was uh the phrase was don't think right so of course i have to become a philosopher because <laughs> i'm all about self-actualization and not reacting to the past but in my family you know my mother would give me some instruction i'd follow it she'd say it was the wrong instruction and i would say but i thought you said it. she don't think right which is kind of like don't exist right yeah, yeah. My my stepmother has has said to me, um, "You're too smart for your own good." Yeah, and she, what she means is that you're too smart for our good, right? Yeah. So you're with your dad. It was like no back talk, right? Right. Which uh, what did that mean to you? Sorry, um, I, sound, I sound like I'm giving everyone orders today. Go on! <laughs> do this in a German accent, you know. Go on with the story! But uh, just, uh, uh, sorry, I meant that in a more inviting way. Go on. <laughs> uh, um, well, yeah, it was just... <laughs> it just reminds me of, of how many times um, he would enforce my stepmom's rules... And then when she wasn't around, it didn't matter. You know, I could, I could do whatever. I, I, could, I could break her, her pointless and nagging rules. Um, and, I mean, I think he, he realized that the rules that she enforced were quite irrational. And so when I'm... When I'm arguing or, or you know talking back, um, he he realizes that he's a hypocrite. But I, what what I think is you know he 
um, to ho- avoid his own um, anxiety with with my stepmom, you know, to avoid conflict with her, he just, um, you know, would rather push me to the side than than uh, work it out as a family or discuss it with her. Okay, um, push you to the side. Tell me, tell me what that means. Um, I mean, I, I just I, I get it, but tell me what what it means uh, in in more detail. Yeah, I just mean that he um, managing his anxiety and avoiding conflict with my stepmother was more important than you know discussing a rule that he might even agree it makes no sense or is unfair to me. He's willing to, um, you know, ground me for two days, even though he believes that the rule is absurd. He'll just follow it to uh, avoid conflict. And and that's that just shows how really little he cared for me. That's that's what I got from it. Right. Now, again, I, and this is digging around with families. We need... We need those brushes, we need uh, lasers, we need, because, you know, those little archaeology brushes, we need to be so careful and delicate, at least in my experience with the language we use. You said that he did this to avoid conflict. Uh, of course that's not true, because he had conflict with you, right? Yeah. Right, so it's, it's not, he didn't do this, again, this is just an annoyingly precise way of looking at it, which I think is important. Yeah. It's not that he wanted to avoid, I mean, he he... he he didn't want to avoid conflict because he had conflict with you, right? Right. So it, 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 what's another way of putting that that would be more precise and, and accurate to the situation? Well, he wanted to avoid conflict with his wife. Um, and there's and I understand and the reason that I'm pushing you on this uh, and I apologize but there's lots of ways to avoid conflict with your wife right I mean you can leave her right That that's a pretty good way of minimizing conflict in the long run right right you can not get married to her in the first place, right? Yeah. You can go to counseling, right? You can sit yeah. her down and you can say, look, this isn't working. This thing where you have all these rules and I end up in conflict with my kids. That's not helpful. That's not going to work. So we need to figure something else out, right? And take a stand, right? Not in an aggressive way, but just saying, look, this... There's no worky, right? Yeah. That's lot there's lots of ways to avoid conflict with with people, right? Yeah. And and it would have been more productive, right? Like he would have actually avoided conflict because he wouldn't have gotten into these constant battles with you, right? Yeah. So now I'm I'm trying to understand why he 
I mean, is do you think part of it would be that he? Oh man, is it because he wants to be with somebody? He he's afraid of being lonely. Is is that what would keep him from leaving her? Or I mean, it's pretty apparent um, that he is not one to leave a relationship. You know, no matter how much crap is thrown at him, um, he he's going to stay. Right, and technically, you may want to—I don't know if you have—but the, the codependent is the term, right? It can't can't exist outside of a relationship, and is unthinkable to. Right. Anyway, that's just something to to look up. And again, this armchair nonsense, amateur diagnosis, but you may want to look that term up and see uh, a little bit more about it, because I'm sure there will be a lot of stuff that's familiar, right? Yeah. And the one thing that I've noticed, again, all amateur nonsense, but the one thing that I've noticed with, with codependents is they align themselves to the person who is the most primitive, the most coarse, the most unpleasant. And it is always the most rational, the most reasonable, the kindest people who get screwed, frankly. Like, the bad people get rewarded with conformity, and the good people get punished with uh, no backtalk. Don't think, right? Right. How's your dad around authority figures? The teachers, doctors, uh, cops, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Keeps the conversation to a minimum really you know just wants to uh agree with them and do what they want you know don't cause trouble right okay okay so your dad if i understand this rightly your dad exists in a kind of one-dimensional pecking order without a lot of room without a, any room really for negotiation right right like, because he's got to do what his wife says, you have to do what he says. Because he's not allowed to negotiate with her, you're not allowed to negotiate with him, right? Yeah. Does that, again, I'm just throwing dots over the house, seeing if I hit anything, right? But let me know if this makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. So he's the, going the one, to. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Listen, you you should do the talking because it's your family. Well, go on. The, the one thing I struggle with is just understanding why he would be that way, like what in his childhood would make him act the way he does and just be so passive and just let people walk all over him. Well, in most well, sorry, cases, no, nothing. Nothing. And again, this mean? is the precision that we need, right? There's nothing in his childhood that would make him do that. Like, childhood is not possession, right? It, it, it's not like uh, there's a guy moving the levers of our arms from our childhood, right? It's not deterministic. It doesn't make people do anything. We have our histories, which give us certain habits, right? And we can either 
have those habits or we can change those habits, right? But there's nothing that makes people do stuff from their childhood, if that makes Because it seems like you're trying to reach past his adult responsibilities and say, well, the cause of his behavior is in his childhood. No. The cause of his behavior is in his choices. Not in his childhood. And you know how I know that? Because that's not what you're doing. You're doing something different, though you didn't have a great childhood, to say the least, right? Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating, though. I just, you know, I, but why? <laughs> Just it, it annoys me so much how he can act so nice to me, you know, and, and pretend like nothing ever happened or it's in the past, it wasn't his fault. I, I don't know. It's just But you're just the one. A hard time. No, no. You see, you're looking for an answer in him. The answer is not in him. And I totally understand why you're looking for an answer in him, but the answer is not in him. I know I just said it's his choices, and now I'm saying the answer's not in him. I hope I'm not just being annoying, you know, sound of one hand clapping guy. I might be, but, but I'll tell you what, what I mean, and then you can say, Steph, you're full of crap, right? If, if I am, right? Please do. Um, the reason that he's treating you the way he's treating you as an adult is two words. Very simple. Oh, you'll kick yourself. Oh, you might kick me for being too simplistic. We'll see. It's two words. It works. It works, right? You ask for stuff about your childhood, he fogs, evades, changes the topic, talks about the weather. It works, right? You're like, okay, guess we'll go this way, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. So it's like saying, and I, I don't mean to trivialize it, and I mean this with all sympathy, right? But it's like saying, why does the guy who spends counterfeit money in my restaurant keep spending counterfeit money in my restaurant because you keep taking it right there's only one restaurant that takes his counterfeit money and you're that restaurant and then you say well why does he keep spending his money here because nobody else will take his money and you do as if it's real right Does this uh, make any sense? And I'm not blaming yeah, you. It, I hope you understand. I'm not blaming you because you have to take this money. You're the kid, right? But I'm, now you don't, right? That's why I was going on and on <laughs> about this voluntary thing, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I know that now. Um, you know, it, it it has huge implications for for my my identity, my self esteem. Um, okay, well, so let's I, let's hold. If sorry yeah. to be, let's hold off on the huge implications, right? Because I yeah. just fed you a bit of a bomb, right? So just the processy thing. Like, what's, uh, what does that mean? Like, when I say it works, and that's why he does it, and the answer is in you, not in him. So tell me what that means for you, or if it makes sense. I, I feel that it's true, but I, I'm having, I feel all... Uh, um, foggy-headed now that you've said it. it's. I'm having a hard time thinking about it now. And do you know why that's happening? Why's that? <laughs> Look at that. You're fucking <laughs> me now. <laughs> um, well, when you confront your father, what happens, right? What happens? Or when you confront, when you say... I want this uh, piece of information or I'd like to talk about that or something like that. What what happens? What does he do? He he claims he knows nothing and changes the subject. Right. So uh he fogs you, right? Yeah. And so when I give you a kind of power or authority in your relationship with your father by saying he does it because you let him do it, because, because it works, right? Then the next thing that happens is what for you? He gets foggy when confronted, right? In a right. sense, I confront you, and what do you do? I seem to be getting a little bit foggy. And you know what's beautiful about that is you actually use the phrase "seem to," <laughs> which itself <laughs> is foggy. It's beautiful. Yes. Form and function together at last. <laughs> but didn't this occur? Right. Suddenly, you got—I could feel your your brain hemisphere separating like the Death Star at the end of the movie. Right. It really is. <laughs> It really is. You suddenly like, huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. But that's your empathy, right? For your for your dad, right? Because. I don't mean sympathy, but but you're empathizing with what he's doing, right? Because in your family, right, when people get close to the truth, the the fog machine goes on, right? Yes, I've I've seen it before. <laughs> Heard it right, and now you've seen it from inside the fog machine, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. <laughs> and and it works on a lot of people, right? Yeah. Now, it, it it doesn't work so well on me, right? Just because I've so scathingly tried to examine everything in my life that I don't have a huge left huge amount left that I know of that's foggy, right? It doesn't mean that it won't come up, but... Yeah. Right, so when I say he does it because you let him, that 
is empowering. It's annoying, but it's empowering, right? Yeah. And it takes some of the mystery out of it, right? Yes, it does. So tell me what's... Uh, what's uh, wh wh I mean, what are you experiencing? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Uh, I still feel foggy. <laughs> but... What is the fog around? So just because I know it's hard to talk about what you feel. What is the fog surrounding? What's what's the fog around? Because it came right up when I said he does it because you let him do it, right? Because you because it works. Yeah. Well, then then I'm asking. You know that's that's pretty evil on his part, you know, and, and how could he do that to, to me? That's the I mean, fog. Go on. Well, you know, he acts so innocent, but when you put it in this context, you know, he's, he's doing it because it works and it's worked very effectively. Um, You know, it really makes him look like an asshole. Okay, and, and maybe he is, right? I, uh, as we all know, I don't have a, a uh, um, uh, I, I don't recoil from that term. So, so, so tell me, tell me what, what it means. If, if this is the case, right? Again, we're just theorizing here, right? But this is the second time you've used the word, and I don't want to pretend like you haven't, right? So, yeah. So, what yeah. does that, uh, what does that mean? I'm sorry. Can you? Um, guide Sorry, me a little I, bit more I went here. on with a long tangent there, and then you got the question because you're foggy and because I was too long. Um, so if it's true, like he's just trying to get away with what he can get away with, right? And he couldn't get away with saying to his wife, "No back talk," right? So he didn't, but he could get away with it with you because you were a helpless, dependent child, right? So that's what he did. What can I get away with? What can I? Uh, um, what can I, hmm, there's no better way to put it. What can I get away with, right? Oh, this person yeah. has more power than I do, so I will conform to them like water to a vase. Oh, this person has less power, so I will cause them to conform to me like water in a vase, right? It's just right. a power hierarchy uh, manipulation based on who has the more threat to who, hmm, right? So if that yeah. is the case, and it, it, I'm not saying it is, right, but it certainly fits some of the symptoms, right? It's not a clincher, right? But if that's the case, and this, the, the two times we've touched on that being a possibility, you've said, you know, maybe he's an asshole, right? Mm -hmm. So play that out for me, uh, if you don't mind, a little more. What, what does that mean? Tell me what does that mean to you? Tell me what does that mean? Um... What is an asshole? Someone, someone who knows they are doing something wrong or evil or mean, but does it anyway, even though they don't have to. Yeah, someone who do takes it. the path of least resistance, is that what you mean? 
Yeah, he, I mean, he's taking advantage of me for his own benefit, in a way. Um, taking advantage of you, and again, I, I'm sorry to keep I, interrupting you. I just want to make sure I understand exactly yeah. what you're saying, or as close to it as I can. Taking advantage of you for his own benefit, that means saying no back talk to you so that he doesn't have to stand up to his wife. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Without a doubt, um, sacrificing the self-esteem, self-confidence, and integrity of your children because you are too big of a fraidy cat to stand up to your wife? Yeah. To me, that's in the bucket called asshole. So I'm with you there. Again, we don't know because he's not my dad, right? But it certainly does fit with some of the symptoms, right? Yeah. But uh, go on. And so, and I, I just want to make sure I understood what you were saying about your dad there, what, what you meant when you said sacrifice you for his own gain. It means cause you to conform and not to be able to reason and negotiate and think and, and trust your own judgment, but just get you to shut up and obey so that you don't get him in trouble with his wife. Yeah, that's right. And well, I can tell you that since you've um, you know said that he he does it because it's because it works, um, I've lost a lot of empathy for his situation. I mean, I at least I'm not I'm not going back to that right now where I feel sort of sorry for him or want to find out why what has caused him to act the way he did right 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 and I can tell you something I believe for sure I think it's okay. a little more than opinion but I'm not going to say it's fact I can virtually guarantee you that the way that your father acts towards you now has so much more to do with how he treated you when you were a child rather than how he was treated when he was a child. I agree with that. That, that seems to fit very well then you can try and explain it to me because I'm not sure exactly how to put it. So, so go ahead. Well, he, he is completely aware. I, I really do think that he is aware of what he has done um, and how there's, there's, there's probably a part of him that... Um, I would hope there's a part of him that feels guilty for for what happened um, to me, but um, he, I mean, he, the way the way he treats me now is just you know speaking super, really gentle and doesn't want to, um, you know, he like if he um, if he wants to do something with me, like if he. In the past few years, if he's invited me to go somewhere with him, like out to dinner, you know, the language he uses is so gentle. It's like, um, you know, if it would, if it's all right with you, if you're not too busy, um, if you don't have anything 
better to do or more important to do. You know, he's really um, soft-spoken with me. And was um, he ever like that when you were a child? No, no. This this seems to. Um, I mean, if it was, it was it was much more rare than it is now. I mean, he's always like that. Um, and how until you bring up. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say until you bring up something um, <laughs> that he doesn't want to get into, like for you know his his marriages or my childhood, then then he doesn't speak so gently anymore. But. Um, other than that, just, you know, in normal conversation, um, passing conversation, he's really gentle now. Okay, and uh, uh, if if we have this rough possible thesis that what he is, uh, uh, that he's, he's navigating a power structure, right? Then how would that help under, to frame, to possibly frame what he's doing now? Why is what do you he mean more by gentle with you now than when you were a child? Because I have a lot more power now. Yeah. He hasn't have power over you, right? So he's submissive. In the same way that he was submissive to your to his wife when she had power over him, right? In the same way that you had to be submissive to him when he had power over you. Yeah. That's right. Now, the moment you want something from him, what happens? Who gets the power? The moment you need something from him that you can't get on your own, like his memory about us or an apology or whatever, right? What happens? Does he have power or do you have power? He has the power. And how does he deal with you when he has the power? Just very dismissive. Yeah, he's not so gentle anymore, right? Yeah. I will tell you this from personal experience. I believe this to be core to healthy relationships. Because you're going to talk to him on Friday, right? Which is great. Good for you. Yeah. Having a relationship with someone where you really... I'm just going to... I'll just talk about it with, with my wife. I'm sorry to switch relationships completely, but... I need her so much. I want her so much. I love... I go running down the stairs when she comes home. I'm just thrilled. I love talking to her during the day. I, my, my happiness is so dependent upon her now, right? We'd be married for six years, seven years. Oh, God, I'm in trouble. Um, so she has a huge amount of power over me, more power than anyone, anyone in the world. Over me, right? I mean, she woke up tomorrow and she said, that's it, I'm leaving you, right? But fine, just don't tell the listeners. Because I have to be happily married to be credible. No, I'm kidding. Right, but, but yeah. if she, I mean, I would be beyond devastated. It would just be the end of my world, right? Yeah. And I think that's healthy. 
I genuinely and completely believe that that vulnerability and raw need for someone is healthy because I don't manipulate her with it. And she doesn't owe it to me. I have to earn her love and respect, right? Right. By doing stupid, courageous things like taking on the British media, right? And so when you're in a relationship, especially one that is as involuntarily, quote, intimate as a parent-child relationship, but I would say this with, with friends, I would say this with, with lovers, uh, with spouses, and so on. It's so important to really see and feel and understand how does this person handle power? When I need something from this person, how do they handle it? When I want something from this person, how do they handle it? Do they become haughty and withdrawn and withholding? Or do they rush to provide what I need because they love me? If I forget my slippers when I'm showering at night, my wife will bring my slippers and put them outside the shower door or the, the, the towel or whatever, right? Yeah. How does this person handle power? Because there's power in all relationships. All, obviously, all relationships have power. There's no way to avoid it. And if you have someone in your life who is, who navigates power, right? When he doesn't have power, he's golemy, right? <laughs> but then when he does yeah. have power, he kind of reverts to, to mix my metaphors, Darth Vader, right? Yeah then you can't actually trust that person because you can't ever give them power over you because it actually just turns them into a, a not nice person, to say the least, right? And I always try to suggest, that this is why I suggest the RTR, the openness, the vulnerability, give the people in your life power over you. Be vulnerable. Show your need. Show how important it is. And you're you're pulling back from that, right? With your dad. Yeah, I pull back once I see that he's going to abuse that power. Right. And that's not good. That's that's bad, right? Why, why is that bad? I mean, pick one of a thousand things, but why is that bad? <laughs> <clears throat> well, 
the <laughs> Um, it's not a healthy relationship. Um. Oh, how generic can you get? <laughs> yeah. <It's> suboptimal. <laughs> it is generally dysfunctional. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, could you give me something a little less rote? <laughs> Good try, though. It's an excellent foggy jacket. Uh, I have to wipe myself now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's just like, going oh, to sorry, continue. Blue fog facial. That was just what the phrase that I had. But sorry, go on. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, it's going to enable that pattern. I mean, I'm not I'm not breaking the pattern. I'm just letting it go on and and letting it work. <clears throat> Right. You don't get close and you don't get away. You're in the null zone, right? Yeah, yeah. You're managing him like he was managing his wife, right? You're navigating power the way he does. Ooh, I want this. Ooh, I'm not going to get away with it. Okay, I'll withdraw. I'll try again later. Blah, blah, blah. You're just navigating. Power, like a blind man in a crowd of people with cattle prods, right? Oh, can't go that way. Oh, I'll try this. All right. You're a liquid, not a solid, right? Oh, I want to learn about my childhood. Oh, I'll ask this. Oh, he doesn't seem to like that. Okay, I'll try changing tack. I'll try this. You're just, right? Yeah. You're trying to pickpocket what's yours. <laughs> right? No, dad. I want to know. I want to know. I need to know. It's very painful for me. It's very frustrating for me when you dodge like this. I don't like it. I don't like it. And if he's like, too bad, right? Then you have received some very important information. But you have to be vulnerable. You have to give people power if they're going to be in your life and see what they do with it. Do they get yeah. slippers or do they say, no backtalk? My childhood was unhappy. I need answers. It is so important to me. I need this like a man in the desert needs water. I'm dying for this. I need it. Need. If you don't have needs, you don't have a relationship, right? Yeah. I need to talk to my wife. I really want to see her. I really, you know. If you don't have needs, it's indifference, right? It's like going to Starbucks. I don't need... To talk to the barista, I just need a coffee, right? We got to have open, naked needs in relationships. Otherwise, it's not a relationship. And of course, it's mutual. My wife can have needs, obviously, right? In fact, if she didn't, it would not be good at all, right? It kind of creep me out, right? Yeah. I think those are the uh, <laughs> acrylic women <laughs> with the permanently surprised expression and <laughs> bits of Kleenex in the hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, 
I don't I don't want you to manage your needs and to try and wheedle what you want out of your dad and get frustrated. No. Have naked need. Go all out. Be completely open and completely vulnerable and completely honest. How does he handle power over you? How does he handle it when you desperately need something from him? With tenderness, with gentleness, with appreciation, with respect for your vulnerability and your strength and your honesty, with tenderness, with solicitude, with concern, with love, with curiosity. Not perfectly. Well, nobody, nobody's perfect, right? But in general. When you give him the Fabergé egg of your deepest human needs, what does he do? I don't think he's going to. <laughs> I mean, if I... Now, you're not, you're not even... If you can't do it with me, you can't do it with your dad, right? Not just because I'm some stranger, right? So if you're going to give me little laughs when you pass this sentence on your dad, I'm not going to know what you're talking about. It's going to really... It really confuses me, right? And it's a little frustrating. Uh, yeah, okay. Because this is very serious stuff, right? I mean, we've yeah, joked, definitely. and I don't mean to suddenly rip off the Joker mask or the Batman, right? But, but, but this is very serious stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is your childhood. This is your father. This is your family. This is, this is the pain, right, that, that, that you have. Yeah. And and my gut tells me that um, I'm going to be very unsatisfied with his responses, and I think you know I'm going to be <clears throat> I'm going to be doing all the driving in the conversation on Friday. Unsatisfied. What does that mean? Sounds like it, you know, I didn't order quite enough Chinese. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like you use language that's very small relative to the situation. Well, what I want from him is... I want him to, to recognize... what I went through and his responsibility for that. Oh, no, no, but, no, 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 that's not good. That's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Yeah. No, it's not. Why is that not going to work? You mean in, in, in the way that I'm saying it, like <clears throat> I'm blaming him or I'm, you said you want I'm him to using him. That is a dishonest aim to go into 
in any conversation. Because it's, it's automatically manipulative. And it, you're powerless. You can't make him do anything. The goal is what you can control, right? Not what he may or may not do. Yeah, you're right. So what's, uh, what would that mean? The reason that I'm going into this conversation is because it's for myself. And I mean you're you're right. I I don't know for sure what what's going to happen with the relationship. Um okay. I don't think you're, it's, you're floundering. You're the guy who read RTR twice, right? Uh, no. I just I just got through reading it. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, once. <laughs> the, yes. the only thing you can control, my friend, is your commitment to honesty, openness, and vulnerability. That's, that's all you can control in the conversation. If you try to get something from your dad, if you try to get your dad to do something, if that's why I was alarmed by the use of the word unsatisfying because I'll tell you if you make the commitment to be honest and vulnerable with your father and the whole thing blows up I can tell you it will be a lot of things it will not be unsatisfying because you will have yeah, yourself you're with right. honor and with dignity and with honesty in a very difficult situation Because direct honesty and vulnerability cannot be manipulated because you can only be manipulated if you're trying to manipulate someone. Did you see what, did you see what I mean? If I don't have a goal to change you, I can't be manipulated. If I don't have a goal to get something out of you, which is fundamentally manipulative, or to get you to do something, I can't be manipulated in return. Right. Because if you go in there trying to get something, he'll play you like a fish, right? Because you already tried that a bunch of times, right? And as you said, it's, it's unsatisfying, right? Exactly. So your commitment... I strongly suggest is I'm going to be as honest as in the moment as open and if I burst into tears I burst into tears and if I get really angry I won't be abusive but I will say I'm really angry and if my hands shake my hands shake and if I have to throw up I have to throw up right. whatever right 
But my commitment yeah. is going to be to be honest, direct, and provide genuine, authentic feedback about what I'm thinking and feeling to the other person. Not, I want my dad to do X or to admit Y or to whatever, right? Did you see what I mean? Because then you're just bringing the most you you can bring to the interaction, to the, to the conversation, right? And you can control that, how honest you are. You can't control what other people do with it. And the moment you try to control what other people are going to do, you can no longer be authentic. This is a Aristotelian either-or, right? You're either authentic or you're trying to control other people. You're either intimate or you're trying to manipulate other people. You're either being honest or you're trying to get people to do something. You're either going in with the goal to be direct and open and vulnerable or you're going in to try and change someone or achieve something. Does that... Did, am I making any sense at all? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, I, I think so. And and a thought that just popped in my mind is that um, if if I go in there trying to get some sort of get him to express some some empathy towards me or or apologize or something like that, I think he he might he'll he'll play me you know he'll oh yeah no question he'll no question. he'll see that and then yeah and and the reason that won't work as well is because if you go in there trying to get him to express empathy for you you're actually not going in there with empathy for yourself so you're asking him to do something that you're not even doing right Can you explain? Um, well, you explain if, you're open, if you're open and honest about what you're thinking and feeling, what you're what you're focusing on is yourself, right? Not in a narcissistic or selfish way, but you can't be with someone and, unless you know who what you're experiencing, right? Did this, did you see what I mean? Yes. You you yes. can't interact with someone unless you know what you're feeling, unless you're self-empathizing, right? Because right. you can't be honest unless you know what you're being honest about, right? You can't express your feelings or your thoughts if you don't know what they are, and you can never know what they are if you're focusing on controlling the other person or trying to get something, right? All you're doing is scanning, right? It's like trying yeah, to do an x-ray yeah. with radar, right? It's just pointing the complete wrong way. Yeah. So if you go into the conversation, and you, you can pause, right? I remember in my conversations with my family, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm sorry. I completely lost track of myself here. Give me a sec, right? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? When did I start to stop being who I am? Take your breaks, take, you know, take your pauses, get back to yourself, center yourself, right? Because the goal is to bring who you are 
to the people around you, right? Not to try and get them to whatever, whatever, right? Because it's powerless. Oh, if only my father will acknowledge my pain, that would be so much better. He better acknowledge my pain because otherwise I'd be unsatisfied. But that's doing to him in a completely different power context, of course, right? But that's doing to him what he did to you. Using him for your own anxiety management, for your own emotional preferences. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And again, I'm not putting you in the same category because you're the child and he's the father, right? But I'm, I'm talking about right, your, your future, right? But we, we go in just trying to be who we are, you know, taking the breaks we need, pausing, recentering, recommunicating. If we find that we are becoming manipulative, we say, I'm so sorry, let me stop because I think I'm becoming manipulative. Give me a sec. Or we say, what are you feeling, right? Right. This is what it means to connect to someone. You have to first connect to yourself. Right. And what do I do when he doesn't engage me? You know what to do when he doesn't engage you. You say, I feel X. I think X. You don't say, well, you're just not engaging me. Because that's a judgment. It's a conclusion, right? And it's not honest. The honesty is... When you didn't respond to me there, I felt X. Right? Right, right. And then he, if he tries to manipulate you, you say, you know, when you started saying this, I felt even worse. I felt this, this, and this. Right? Well, you're just being a pussy. I mean, I'm being ridiculous, right? And they say, well, when you yeah. said you're just being a pussy, I literally felt, it felt to me like the ground was opening up. I felt scared. I felt angry, I felt hurt, right? What the hell are you trying to pull? You know, when you just barked at me now, I felt even more, and you just keep doing it, right? You just keep being honest about what your experience is of the other person without trying to get them to do anything. Yeah, I can I can already feel some emotion in from you talking about that sort of interaction. I don't know, I just feel kind of a, a sad feeling thinking about that. Right, and I, I, think, that's, I think that's important, right? That, that's an important feeling. I don't want to keep you up all night, right? But, but I, I think that's really important because that's what you need in this conversation is to bring who you are to your father. Naked, vulnerable, exposed, honest, and not trying to hedge your bets and not trying to, well, I'll give an inch and see if he gives an inch and I'll try and get this. Because then you guys are just shadow boxing, right? Yeah. Not really talking. So what, what do you think would be a good approach to starting that conversation? Well, based on what you've just said now, it would be something like, I don't even know how to stop this conversation. 
I've been thinking yeah. about this for weeks. I'm terrified to even bring this up. I'm I'm angry that I have to bring it up. I was my hands are shaking on the wheel when I drove over here. Right? Whatever your experience is in the moment, do you see? There's no plan. You might show up there and feel incredibly calm. And then you say, I've been thinking about this for weeks. I was completely terrified. I show up now. I'm very calm. Whatever is occurring for you in the moment, you see, there's no plan. Yeah. There is only truth and honesty. There is no plan because plans dehumanize, plans manipulate, plans control. Plans hedge your bets, right? Right, right. And we don't hedge our bets in our relationships. We open our heart. And then people can throw darts at our heart and it hurts like hell. And then we can not be with those people. But if you're in the middle and manipulating and shadow boxing and trying to do this, you're just stuck in that null zone, right? Get it good or get it gone. Break through or break your heart, one or the other. And you do this for your kids, right? Oh, yes. You, for you, first and foremost, right? But So your kids can have yeah. a different future. Yes. <laughs> I would never, I mean, I would try to be the best father I could and, and you yes, know, always you ask to, for... You have to get over this thing where you're trying to control the, the relationship, right? Control the interaction. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, I I know I have a a very large urge to do that, and we all do. There's... We all do. I mean, God, don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm I do right. I have to keep. I have to remind myself. I have to literally close my eyes to figure out what I'm feeling in these conversations. And I want to say, oh, let's go this way. I'll ever get. So we all do, right? I totally understand it. I'm in. No, I'm on no pedestal yet, right? I'm struggling like everyone else, right? But this is the commitment. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Well, first of all, <laughs> let me just ask you, but how, how was the call for you, right? I mean, we had a it's almost an hour and a half. There was a, a good old workout. I mean, compared to before, now, um, how is it uh, uh, anything that I could differently or better or worse or whatever? Um, I, f I feel like you've sort of you, you've clarified a lot for me. I mean, there's a lot of questions I've I've had, um, just little things um, that like I just had so many questions about what if he says this or that or whatever. But 
I mean, I think if I can just maintain that that uh, mind frame, just to stay honest and not not have a goal, not try to get him to say a certain thing, um, and just let him just let him respond how he will, and and I mean. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know for sure what to expect, um, but um, in in my own self interest, um, you know, I I really need to do this, and uh, I think yeah, I think your your work and your suggestions are are extremely helpful. Good. Good. Okay. All right. So um, you'll let us know how it goes. <laughs> yep yep i'm sure um friday evening i'll be creating a post and i'll let you know all right well you know listen I, I wish you the best of luck i really do you know if 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 it goes well i mean seriously i mean other than you and maybe a couple other people no one else could be happier right so that would thrill me right but you know set him free the only way you can set him free to be who he really is is if you just set yourself free to be who you really are and be honest now there's so. one there's one more thing I wanted to ask um, that just came to mind. Uh, my therapist uh, recently has said that I shouldn't go into this conversation expecting a black or white result. Like it's either, you know, it's either I will or will not have a relationship with my father from here on out. And I mean, do you, what do you think about that? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, who, who who can tell, right? Because that's planning, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I can tell you that for myself, it wasn't one conversation at all. But there's no. I mean, it's the you will get very quickly to the reality of your relationship or lack thereof or possibilities for it. But, uh, yeah, it's not likely to be one conversation that, you know, whew, you know, all done, right? One way or the other. <laughs> because, look, I mean, you have to remember, too, you're bringing something very new to your dad. So he's going to – yeah, he might freak out a bit. It's going to be unsettling for him. You've had lots of preparation. He hasn't, right? So, um, you know, it's – you don't have to make yeah. a decision Friday, right? You might, and you, but the decision won't be made. Right? The decision will just happen. Yeah, I, I agree. Does that... It's another annoying non-answer, right? But does that help a little? Yeah, I, th I think it's... <laughs> I, I think you're right that it'll just it'll be clear to me. I, right, sitting here right now, I'm so unsure about what could possibly happen. But I mean, in in the moment, it I think it will become clear whether or not if if um, it's worthwhile to continue on or if um, but that, if I need see, to move on will, or not. That will come out of that will come out of your feelings, right? I mean, uh, RTR the first RTR is always with yourself, right? So you'll say afterwards, okay, how do I feel about that? Uh, how do I think about that? 
if you can tape it uh, for your own listening, that can be helpful. Um, so, but, but you'll come out of it and you'll feel a certain way and you'll sit on it and you'll mull about it and you'll journal about it. You'll talk about it with friends and you talk about it with your therapist and, and then you'll say, do I want to go back? Uh, and if you feel ambivalence or you feel like there was a breakthrough, then you'll want to go back. But you trust your feelings, right? Yeah. Was that the last question? <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Oh. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think. Yeah, you've been very helpful. You've you've cleared up a lot and and made me feel. RTR really um, just just thinking about you know expressing your feelings in in the moment um, seems to make me feel more comfortable about stepping in there and, and talking to him because it's it, it I guess it I guess it allows me not to have to worry about the outcome as much and just mm -hmm. exactly let it happen just let it happen and and RTR is Proceed letting go there. of false control, right? Yeah. RTR is, is exactly the same as saying praying doesn't cure my ailments, right? Because there's a false control, right? And, and saying, well, I'm going to find some way to get what I want without being authentic and honest, um, it's false control. It doesn't work, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it is fundamentally very, very relaxing, right? Because you you said to yeah. me before the call, you know, let me send you this, you know, I have a recording of my dad, and my, but I don't need that. And that's why I said don't send it to me because I can see how I feel when you're talking, right? I can say, okay, am I spacing out a little bit here? Well, maybe that's because it's high, he's, he's not communicating in any concrete terms. Or like, do I find his answer funny when he's being funky? Let me talk about, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just have to figure out what I'm feeling about what you're saying and try and communicate about that give you honest feedback, I don't need that kind of preparation, right? Right. Other than the right. tens of thousands of hours I did before we right? But <laughs> but um Exactly. That's the, the, it's it's in the moment and I don't have an outcome for this conversation. I'm not trying to get you to do X or to do Y or right. So I don't I can just tell you what I'm thinking and feeling about what you're saying in the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I definitely appreciate you uh, taking this call with me. I appreciate you taking it. Uh, as you know, these are often the seeds of podcasts, but I will send you, uh, if you can send me your email, I'll send you a link to it and uh, have a listen to it. And let me know what you think. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Thanks, man. All right. Have a great night. Yeah. And best of luck. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye.